Have you ever wanted to raise your hand and ask a question during the Sunday morning sermon? Are you looking for a place to find real hope? Join us on the Real Life Living in the Here and Now podcast as we tackle life's most unwelcomed questions and learn to live free and real. Each week, we'll take on a subject that cuts through the hype and deals with the hurt and brokenness everyone has but doesn't know where to begin. And now let's join our host as we get real with ourselves, with God, and with you. And welcome to Real Life Podcast, episode number one. This is Jamie Couch. And this is Anthony Waters. Coming at you live from Journey Community Church here in Monticello, Kentucky. Beautiful day outside today. It's a wonderful day. It's a beautiful season that we're in, Anthony, and, and I'm excited to, uh, to start this new season yeah. as we come together. Um, episode number one, we wanted to take some time. Anthony and I were talking earlier uh, today and then uh, last night uh, texting back and forth about what do we want to talk about on today's podcast. And we want to make sure that we're real, raw, and relevant, uh, not necessarily scripted. We have zero notes for this podcast today because we wanted to kind of stop and uh, start at the ground level of who we are and why we do what we do. So there's two things we want you to learn today in this this hopefully around 20 minute podcast is who we are and why we do what we do. Why do we do what we do? What are we, we're crazy. The question of the hour, (laughs) Anthony, we are a little crazy. You're going to learn that really quickly on this podcast. We are a little crazy, um, but that's uh, that's what makes it fun sometimes, isn't it, Anthony? It is. I agree completely. So uh, we'll, we'll kick it off. Ant, uh, why, don't, why don't you share a little bit about, about your background, your history, um, what kind of brought you here, and then and then kind of anchor down on your why, and then I'll, I'll try to do the same. So born and raised in good old Macquarie County, Kentucky. Uh, born to Harry and Bonnie Waters. Uh, Dad was a pastor uh, for many years, been in the ministry. Dad's ministry is as long as my life. Dad's been ministering as long as I've been alive. So Dad's been in ministry, involved in it in pastorship, leadership, for 41 years. So just diving in a little bit, born and raised in church, came to know the Lord as my Savior, had my experienced my encounter with the Savior at the age of 12 in Macquarie County. And uh, from that point forward, I would love to say that I've had a, lived a perfect Christian life, but I've failed many times. I've stumbled, I've failed. But one thing is always run true, and that is God's mercy has truly endured, and that He's been so good to me. He's blessed me with a beautiful family, my wife and my two beautiful children that I thank the Lord for. Uh, being involved in uh, ministry in some way shape or form really since probably around 2006 7 8 somewhere around in there by starting i started teaching a sunday school class and uh in georgia it was a young convert class uh, to talk about we we broke down the bible we went we started in genesis and we just we jumped off of it and we went uh from there uh, felt the Lord leading us away from that church and we went to a different church and we were there for many years really involved in the church uh, in many different leadership roles in the church uh, Sunday school superintendent uh, teacher uh, deacon and it evolved in a lot 
felt the Lord's call into deeper ministry to have more. Uh, held on a long time. Held on a long time. Uh, one thing, one big failure that I've had, you know, I believe being raw, real, and relevant is comfortable. Is I would find myself in a state of comfort, and that's it's it's bad. You don't want to ever find yourself in that state of comfort. Because nothing about this Christian life, as you can well attest to, is there's not, nowhere in our scripture does it say the Lord said, hey, it's all right, it's going to be comfortable, sit back and enjoy the ride. But the moment that I was able to get myself out of the way and look at the purpose and look at the mission and to listen. I, on our way here today, there was a beautiful sign that was up on the church as we came through and it was out of the book of Psalms. Be still and know that I am God. It's those moments that we're able to be still and we're able to listen to the Lord. And you notice if, you're, if your life is hectic and you're running, you find that there's a, there's a barrier there. But the moment that you can be still mm. and you can listen to God and let Him guide and lead God and direct your path. And the moment that I was able to do that and get myself out of the way, mm. it's been amazing to see what God's done as we launched out now into this church plant over here in the journey. Uh, any opportunity that we have to go and to spread the gospel, we do that anywhere we're able to go to see lives change, souls change. I love the thought about looking back at what it took, what God had to do to put us at this moment of time. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I love the thought of that because, I mean, if you think about our backgrounds, how different and where we came from to where we're at right now, there's it's it. It had to be God. It had to be the hand of God that led us and got us and directed us. So the why, obvious the why is I want to see lives changed for the Father. We have the good news of this gospel that we should be spreading. And it's not about our comfort. It's not about our comfort level. It's about stepping outside of the box. It's about seeing disciples made. It's about seeing lives changed. It's about seeing the broken come to find the Father. Let Him mend. Let Him fix the brokenhearted, knowing that He's the remedy, that He's yeah. the answer to the problem. That's the why. That's why we do it. That's why we're in it. I'll turn it over to you. No, and so it's tie right off of you. Tell us your background, Neil. I well, love it. Before I do that, I got a question. And yeah. so one of the things that we're going to do, really focus on on the podcast, and we'll get into this more, is the the um, the error that we've seen across the American church specifically because I have no concept of the other uh, nations around the world and their, their situation. But with our situation, we have secularized and sacred and made sacred some things and secular other things. And so, so many times uh, what we do uh, Monday through Friday or the work week, the 40-hour work week, uh, we tend to, to view that as secular. And what we do on Sunday from 11 to uh, 11.45 in some cases <laughs> um, is sacred and that's the only sacred ground. So I guess that I, that's a lead in to the question. Um, you're a Christian leader, right? In the workplace, in the marketplace, what do you do? What's your, what's your role as a Christian leader in the marketplace? Oh, wow. So where, uh, where my career is, I have, I've used it as a launching pad to really reach out. And as a supervisor also in this, you, you get a lot of individuals that come to you at a lot of different times. And they, I mean, everybody goes through a lot of junk. Sure. 
And what a great opportunity it is for you to share the good news of the gospel, to encourage them in the Lord. And there's many times that you'll have that opportunity, and it's amazing how God will give you these opportunities if you're a willing vessel for Him, how He'll allow these avenues to be created and how you're able to tie into the gospel to point people back to Christ. Mm. It's easy for us to focus on our situation and our problem, but the moment that we can focus on Christ and what an opportunity that He's given us. And, And you're so right, man, that... The American gospel, as I put asterisks up, uh, the American gospel, it's not about your prosperity. So true. It's not about your prosperity. It's not in no way, shape, or form. The moment that we get our eyes off of what the real goal, the real mission of this. Hey, I, I love what the Lord said, what the Lord Jesus said. He said, you know, they hated me. You can guarantee they're going to hate you as well. And, you know, this is so true, but the moment that we're able to focus on God and put Him as number one, show God in, in, show God in our lives and let Him just pour out. You know, there was a fire that sat inside of us, and we're on fire for God. And, you know, you want that light. You don't want to hide this light under a bushel. You know, you set it up on a hill for the world to see as a, as a beacon of hope. You know what I'm saying? And that, that beacon of hope is nothing. It's not us. But it's God living inside of us. And let that come through in everything that we do. It's a daily walk with God. Mm. It's not It's not a Wednesday night thing. It's not a Sunday, Sunday right. night thing. It's a daily walk with God, walking with Him, communing with Him, praying with Him. You know, focus. This is your Father. Man, as me and Abigail were going to Lexington yesterday, we were talking. And I told her, I said, you know, I said the moment that we can, it's not about the, it's not about the re- repetitive prayer. It's right. it's the it's the real with God, the right. real with God. Just hey 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 Father, hey hey Dad. Right. You know, here's what's going on. You already know, you already know all this, but you know I'm going to talk to you about it. Just having that friend to talk to, and you know, if we can show that in our lives, right. and if we can deliver that out, and I mean this, we've got some really good news to tell. You know, yes. we've got some really good news. Amen. And to be able to spread this good news of the gospel mm-hmm. around, what a blessing that truly is and for us to be a light to a lost and dying world. And I thank God that he has given me such a platform that I'm able to do that in my job site. You know, most places would shut you down immediately. Man, you've got a supervisor talking about God, but you know what? I'm blessed to have a group of like-minded individuals that love the Lord equally. And man, we've had many great conversations about the Lord and then coming out into into this atmosphere and to talk about the gospel and the, the people that we've met in church planning and the people that we meet in the community. My goodness, what a blessing. And you've seen people exercising the gifts that God's given them. And you, you didn't even know these existed. Right. And to see these spur up inside of them, it's exciting. It's fun. Yeah. So, it, and but you know, all of it, it's nothing about us. All we are is a willing vessel for Him. And I think that's what it's all about is us, our willingness. And not being so focused on our comfort as what it is is just our willingness to operate in the gifts that he's given us to cultivate to disciple others to see them grow in the gifts that god's given them because god has given each of us special gifts talents and abilities to see the gospel go forth and the way that and what's so unique is the way that the lord blesses you and the gift that he's given you and the moment that you learn to accept that, and that the, the moment that you start operating in it, you're going to see lives change. It yes. may not even be who you think it would right. be, but yep. it's a different. It's amazing how the Lord brings it all together. Yes, and I think that's so cool how He brings it all together, all the gifts, all the talents to minister to a lost and a dying world. That's so true, Anthony. And, yeah. and 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 the beauty of that is, is on Sunday night, 
you don't turn it off on Monday morning when you walk into your workplace at 7:15 or whatever time you're getting there now is you're not turning it off right you're actually that's your that's your pulpit that's mm-hmm. your stage that's mm-hmm. your platform yeah. and um and, and it's beautiful to know that that there's so many people there's accountants there's there's clerks there are janitors there are people that 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 feel like that what they're good at isn't important in the kingdom and so what I want to do through this podcast is I want to you know we're going to bring in leaders like yourself um, from our communities that are making a real life difference mm-hmm. in their workplace, in their community, using the platform and the gifts that they've been given. And I think that, that right now they don't have a stage or they don't have the platform. They're not called out and commended enough for what they do every day because it feels like it's secular and not sacred. But whatsoever your hands find to do, do it heartily as unto the Lord. And so what we're going to do is we're going to try to find those people. And actually, we've got a lineup. We've already started creating a lineup of those people, individuals that we have identified as Christian leaders. We're going to bring them in the studio and we're going to talk to them about how Christ, how the Holy Spirit is working in their ministry of work. Yeah. in their ministry of work as worship yeah. and, um, and and how that we need uh, leaders Christian leaders in the um, in politics in in the political environment as as governmental leaders we need Christian leaders that are in the corporate hierarchy right in the influencing the the, the major decision makers of, of, our, of our nations and so so many times we've we've segregated that. And we should have actually infiltrated that, right? And so you think about what God did, uh, right, with people like Daniel uh, in, in the Scripture. He was beside a pagan king and led. He was he was influential in his role, right? He was a he was a slave, but yet that slave was influential in a spiritual way to a king that was. A pagan, evil, dark king, and the beauty of that is, is, is that we can we can work for organizations and feel like that our job is meaningless. But when you are a believer, nothing you do is meaningless. Everything you touch, every everything, every ditch you dig, every dish you wash, every paper you write, every email you send, can have the fingerprints of the Holy Spirit on it if you give it to God. And so I'm getting on my soapbox there really quickly. Yeah, didn't take you long. <laughs> but but that's that's what I'm I'm really passionate about. I'm, I'm spilling over into my into my my story a little bit because I'm really passionate, Anthony, about finding those people, calling them out for the gifts that they're using for the kingdom. And so so as we uh, as we do that, I, I'm thank you for sharing about your your role in the workplace and because it's important. What you do is important. Um, and so a little bit about me really quickly. Um, I've got a long story, but I'll be short with my story. I was uh, uh, born and raised in a holler in eastern Kentucky called Grassy Branch. Uh, Grassy Branch, I ran around barefoot uh, up and down the hollers of Grassy Branch for um, probably the first uh, 13 years of my life. And uh, we moved out of Grassy Branch in a place called Stennett Creek. And was raised there till I was uh, 17 years old by some two amazing, hardworking, 
uh, grit-filled, spirit-filled parents, uh, Nancy and Rick Couch. Um, they raised me to work hard. They raised me to love Jesus. Uh, they raised me to treat folks with respect. Um, and uh, so I went off to college and went to Alice Lloyd College on a baseball scholarship, played baseball there for four years and, um, and received a, a, a really good education. I was a bad student, but somehow I received a good education. I, a terrible student, uh, but uh, uh, made it through. Uh, that freshman year was a doozy, but we made it through that. And um, uh, launched out my junior year of college in the ministry. And um, it's one of those things where I, the last thing I wanted to do was be a, a minister of the gospel. I was very comfortable um, maybe playing an instrument or uh, maybe even sitting about eight rows back, um, kind of uh, being a cheerleader for whoever was exercising their gifts. And uh, God called me out and I was scared to death and I still am. Uh, I take uh, the calling of God seriously and, and it, uh, it's something that's heavy, it weighs on you, and, but it's also light because he carries it for you if you learn to trust him. Um, but I, uh, I was called there and, and, and preached my first message that, that junior year of college on, on uh, January, well actually it was December 31st on New Year's night. And uh, from that point on, I, um, I was uncomfortable. And to this point today, I'm uncomfortable. I've served a lot of different roles. Uh, I pastored uh, several different churches and uh, was a, been a part now, this is number five of the church plants that I've been a part of. And uh, this has been fun. The, the church planting journey is something that I tried to uh, evade as well and tried to duck out of uh, and get away from. But, uh, but God called me into it. And, and I've actually developed a, um, uh, a hunger for it. It's, it's actually fun uh, to go and identify a gap within a community the unreached people group there, and then identify a group of people with the gifts in order to reach the gaps. And it's a it's a beautiful thing to see people who didn't didn't know they had gifts, who I call them eighth row Annie or fourth row Freddie or ninth row Nanny. They 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 don't know that they have valuable gifts that God placed in them, and to see them bloom in the in in the mission field, the dirt. And I say dirt of the mission field yes. of church planting to see them bloom in that ground is the most beautiful thing for me. So I love church planting because I can step back and it's almost like a trust fall. <laughs> you're trusting the Holy Spirit to the point that you're falling forward and saying, I trust you. And, uh, and he puts people around us like you and, and others that are on our plant team here in Journey and the people that are going to be coming to our church today. I mean, you've got uh, other leaders, other people that God's called out that are also equally uncomfortable in their, in their, where they're being called to. But it's, uh, it's, uh, it's almost like a, it's, a, it, it's wonderful, uh, that journey. Also serve um, in the marketplace. I'm an uh, uh, executive at a hospital um, over, it's a small hospital in Manchester, Kentucky, a part of Advent Health. And uh, I've been a, served in many roles throughout that facility over the last 12 years. Blessed to work with some awesome people there. And blessed to be able to share my faith and literally preach the gospel, uh, lead in prayer, and, uh, and oftentimes um, um, have an opportunity to, to demonstrate 
what it is to be a Christian leader. And, uh, and that's a, you know, how do you deal with stress? How do you deal with pressure? How do you deal with tough times? How do you deal with strategy? How do you listen to others? How do you plan your day? How do you start your day? How do you take criticism? All these things that happen in the workplace are an opportunity for us to demonstrate what it means to be a believer. And that's, uh, uh, that puts a whole new level of, uh, if you try to do it in your flesh, a level of pressure on you. But if you trust the Holy Spirit, you kind of get to watch Him, watch Him work in your life uh, through that environment. So uh, that, is, that is me. Uh, Anthony, what did I miss and what should I, what should I highlight? You hit it all. I, you know, I think uh, as you talked about the dirt of church planting, <laughs> the yep. dirt of the soil. Yep. So this is church plant number five for you all. Right. This is number one of being part of a team. Awesome. And uh, so you've got to think, you've got a guy that's coming from always being at a, an established church. Always, right. always had membership. Always, already had everything going. This is the first time I've seen it from the ground up, coming up. And man, it is. It's it's the dirt. And I tell you what, you, you face a lot of things. You face a lot. Uh, I, I say this a lot. You you may have a service that you'll have 50, 60 people at. Then the next week there'll be not one person, but you and your families. And I mean, it's tough. It's tough. But you know, you like you said, you see the need, you see the gap, and it, oh, I love this. You know, Christ, He left the ninety and nine, went after the one. Wouldn't it be worth the one? Right. Isn't church planning? Isn't it worth the one to get the one? And it's it's fun. It's fun. So that you know, I, it's 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 difficult. It's heartbreaking. Your heart will shatter, but it's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it. The moment you see somebody's life changed and you see God moving and you see him moving all the time don't, please don't get me wrong but when you see lives change it's amazing to see what happens and I, I just thank God for that it's a great opportunity it really is Anthony and and it, the church plan thing is uh, and you highlighted it very well it, it will break your heart oh, yeah. it will rip your heart to shreds oh, but yeah. at the same token um, it it's one of those things where Paul said I'm addicted to the gospel that when you begin to see um, the lights turn on, when you begin to see hope spark in someone's eyes, when you begin to see someone who's been marginalized or, or set aside or, or some, the eighth row Annie or fourth row Freddie, and you see the lights come on, and it's like, whoa, I can be a part of something. God can use me? Yes, of course. That is the most amazing experience that, uh, that, that I've had as a, as, a, as a believer, is to see discipleship take place. And so as we move into this podcast, we're going to highlight um, those areas that uh, the, we're going to bring in Fourth Row Freddy. Oh, yeah. And we're going to say, okay, now that you've been involved in mission and you see your place in the kingdom, how do you feel? Tell us your story. Yeah. And you know what's so cool about this? This may not be a pastor that's standing behind a pulpit. It's the Lord utilizing the gift in somebody to put them out in a different way. It, oh, it's just amazing. And it's so much fun and it's such a blessing to witness. So true, so true. And, and I like the way you put that because uh, most of the folks that uh, we bring to the table uh, may never preach a message and may never stand behind uh, on a stage at all. Yeah, but they're turning lives around. They're discipling. They're plowing the field. Yes. And, and, and I'm going to share one more tidbit in church planting. And so as you can tell already, we're going to talk a lot about church planting. 
We're going to talk about a lot about uh, uh, being a leader, Christian leadership. We're going to bring the stories of those folks that are making a difference in a real, raw, and relevant way. We're going to bring them to the table, and we're going to hear their story. We're going to give them a platform. Amen. And that's going to be fun. And I'm going to enjoy that. We're also going to call out some taboo. We're going to we're, we're going to call out some elephants in the room. We're going to we're going to try to. Oh, you said it. I didn't say it. You said it. We're going to we're, we're going to do that. We're going to have fun. Um, but we're going to answer some tough questions, and we're going to call out some things that um, have been taboo for a long time. And 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 really try to uh, bring some clarity, uh, some biblical clarity. Uh, to some of those questions that have been outlying and uh, I love how Joe Joe put together in the intro here have you ever wanted to raise your hand in church yeah. but you can't I like it too. well you could at journey because yeah. we have a session where we raise hands That's and we right. talk yeah. but but most of us have not been able to have that opportunity so what we're going to try to do is answer those questions and and bring to bring to bring some value that's what we want to do. If, if your 20-minute commute to work or 30-minute commute to work, we want you to be able to turn on the Real Life Podcast, have value added unto you, have inspiration that we feed to you that God has given to us. And so we're just passing it along, and we're getting other people's stories, and hopefully they'll be able to inspire you as well. So thanks for listening in today, and uh, there's definitely uh, more to come, and enjoy the rest of your day. Blessings. Thank you for joining the Real Life Podcast. You can subscribe to our program anywhere podcasts are available. Stay up to date by subscribing to our show. Join us again next week as we tackle real life together.